Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Monday, April 19th. And as we do every single day, we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. We want to provide you with some advice, some coaching, a couple sets of eyes on your financial situation or whatever's on your mind. Anything that is remotely associated with a dollar or maybe it's a career question. I've been getting some interesting questions about that. And also, we want to make sure that you know that Mark and I are both certified financial planners. We're not just people who talk and think about these things willy-nilly. We've been trained as such. I used to be in practice. Mark never, Mark, I don't know why you even did it because you're a glutton because you wanted to study hard and I mean, I don't know. Anyway, we're both certified financial planners. And so we are very much focused on trying to help you out. If you have a question, all you have to do is send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com. And if you are on our website, on the jillonmoney.com website, there's a contact button and you can just click on that. The most important thing you also can do is to tell us if you would come on the program live. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's like having a first date with somebody and the stakes are much lower, frankly. But we often will uncover facts about you and your life that don't necessarily come through when you're just typing a question to us. So if you want to come on with us, just let us know. Mark will do the rest. That is what Marie did. Marie is on the line from Washington State. Hello, Marie. How can we help you out today? Thank you so much. Uh, well, I was contacting you because my husband retired just this last year from a long career in teaching. And so we are learning how to be retirees financially. So I have many questions, but one had to do with his life insurance policy, flexible premium life insurance policy that I just don't know that we need to keep. Mm-hmm. And it's got a cash value of over $21,000. And uh, it, it's a $100,000 policy because we bought it 
when we bought our house. We bought our house in 1990 for under a hundred thousand. So that's how much life insurance we have. That's so it's so funny because you know oftentimes people will do that. You're younger, right? You say, well, if something happens to me, we want to make sure that we have money to pay off the mortgage, etc. Let me ask you a couple of other questions. So you said your husband is a retired teacher. How old is he? Sixty three. And how old are you? Sixty three. Are you working still? No, uh, I have worked before our kids. And then once we started having kids and we have three and they're spaced about four years apart, that I ended up staying home. And the kids are all uh, launched. They're on their own and ready to rock and roll. Uh, The youngest is still doing grad school, but otherwise, yes, they are. Are you paying for grad school or is youngest paying for his or her own? He's doing it. All right. What, yes. what In what discipline, may I ask? He's, he wants to go into teaching too. Oh, that's nice. That's great. So as your husband is looking at retirement, I just want to understand what uh, what is the, the source of income? In other words, does he have a pension from being a teacher? Most teachers would. So I assume yes. Yes. And his uh, retirement package was like half and half. So half is the pension, which we've just started drawing from. So that gives him after taxes, it's just over $2,000 a month. And then we have another half that is uh, like your 401k. Mm -hmm, Like a 403b. How much is in there? Uh, That has about 680,000. That's great. Good Mm -hmm. job. That's awesome. What's the plan on Social Security for you guys? Well, we were going to wait for him. When he's 70, it should be about $3,400 per month. This is so far a very good situation, I'm telling you. And then I qualify for Social Security too, so I didn't know when to take it other than at full retirement. But mine would be $670 per month. Well, I guess you can take your own claim on your own record of six seventy a month, and then when he goes to his at seventy, you'd convert to half of his because that would be a higher amount. That's what I was thinking. Just didn't yeah. know how the rules go, but yeah. Tell me a little bit about what you guys have in the bank and yeah, you know, sort of an emergency reserve fund. Okay, so we have uh, about sixty thousand in cash. Mm-hmm. And uh, twenty eight thousand in money market brokerage CD kind of stuff, and then his retirement, and mm-hmm. then about fifty three thousand in my retirement from pre kids, and then uh, sixteen thousand in the four hundred three b, and uh, sixty thousand in conventional IRA, seventy five thousand okay. in Roth IRA. My God, it just doesn't stop. You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> And uh, and then we have a health savings account that was has been helping us pay for our health insurance, and that's twenty three thousand. This is really good. I mean, you got a lot of moolah here, and then of course we have the twenty one thousand in cash value from the life insurance policy. That's right. Uh, what do you think is the need in retirement? Like when you look ahead and you're saying you know, we're 63, things are good. How much money every month do you think is necessary for you guys to live? Well, I've been watching our budget carefully. It had been about uh, 4,500 per month, Mm -hmm. but that was when we were having to pay for our our health insurance. But my husband 
I told him he didn't need to go out and get a job. But anyway, he managed to get himself a part-time job just recently, and it pays benefits. Get out of here. I love this guy. And <laughs> I, I like that you're like, well, I didn't tell him he needed to, but it would help. You know? Well, no, actually, I he's kind of a workaholic. So I try to just say, you don't have to do this. Right. But he, he wanted to. Work long and hard, but... He wanted to, and I. He wants to get out of the house. So okay, and he'd gotten his vaccines. So, okay, so he gets a part time job with benefits, and yeah. how much is the income? Forgetting about even just the health care. Right. Well, the income isn't that high. So mm-hmm. I. He he just started. So I think it will be about eighteen hundred per month. I mean, it's not going to be a lot, but it's unexpected and great. <laughs> okay, so the forty five hundred that you used to need. Yes. What do you think that is without the insurance cost? About thirty five hundred. So you're set. I mean, you really are set. I, presuming that he, you know, wants to keep doing this, but you are set anyway. The house is it paid for right now? Yes. Um, so we we got it in nineteen ninety. It was it was sixty thousand dollars. We've always lived pretty modestly. You know, one one salary with three kids and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when we bought the house, it had a ten percent interest. Huh. And then we refinanced for a 7% interest with 15-year loan, and it uh, paid it off in 2008, which turned out to be very good timing. (laughs) I guess so. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Just for fun, how much is the house that you paid $60,000 for in 1990? What do you think it's worth today? Should be around $400,000. Wow. And are you going to stay in this house? Is that your game plan? It is. It does. Well, it's been more of a lifeboat than anything. And, and it needs a lot of work now. Mm. We need to redo, have the roof done. And we've, we're we talking about remodeling. So that could be a big expense. But that would, if done right, really increase the value too. So, How much do you think you have to spend on the house just to upgrade it? Oh, I was thinking 100000 or so. Would you want to do this all at once? Possibly in two stages. Okay. So I'm, because I'm listening to the story. So you originally called and asked about, or you originally wrote to us asking about the life insurance policy. And you're absolutely right. You do not need this policy anymore. You don't. Before you go ahead and cash it in, there won't be any surrender charges or anything like that. Double check with the company and find out what your tax liability might be. There may be no tax liability, but because this is such an old policy, it may actually be that, you know, it finally actually gets you, you know, you're above water on it. And so there could be a small tax liability associated with it. I just want to put that out there. Okay. When did your husband actually retire? Was it this year or last year? Uh, This last August. Okay. So that's great. So your tax bracket is really low, correct? It is. Okay. And uh, so we converted about 35000 in the IRAs to Roth. Mm. That's great. That's fantastic. So right now you guys are in the 12% tax bracket. So you just want to make sure you stay there. And so here's what you're going to do. You're going to find out what the tax liability is on the life insurance, because that is actually ordinary income. It's not a capital gain. So it's going to add to your taxable income. doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. I just want you to know what that number is because it could change some of the other pieces of this. Then you add that to your um, to your money market account, right? So now instead of having twenty eight thousand, you're going to have forty thousand, right? 
Now, the thing is, I'm trying to look at the best way to finance this project, this big house project. Oh, that, yes, I'd love your advice on that. (laughs) And here's what I'm thinking. I think that having, you know, you have money in cash right now, okay? And you could actually blow out all of your cash. And, you know, once you get the life insurance money, you would actually have $100,000 in cash, but that would leave you with no cash. What I'm thinking is that instead of converting to a Roth in the next year or two, which, you know, I know that you probably would like to do, but what I'm thinking is that you're going to take money out of some of the traditional assets, the IRA or the traditional uh, 403B, you're going to take that money out, you're going to pay the tax on it, and that's going to be basically your fund for the house. Like that that $60,000 IRA, is that in your name or your husband's name? It's in his name. I mean, what I might do is just take some of this money. So if, if you had 60, I don't know if it's all at once or not, but again, take some of that money out, have that available, you know, stay in that 12% bracket. It's so great to be there and you don't have that much income. Obviously the pension is taxable, but I feel like you should be doing this work in the house before you claim your own social security benefit, before he starts claiming his social security benefit. And while you're still in a low tax bracket. Now let's just say the contractor's like, Hey, you're crazy. You got to do it all at once. You know that you're going to spend a hundred thousand dollars this year. Then you could swallow it, that pill, and say, well, we'll convert enough to have our $100,000. We'll be in the 22% tax bracket for just one more year. We'll have our house done. And that's that. Because I don't think that there, it does not make sense for you to not do the work if you really want to stay in this house. You're in great financial condition. The idea that he has this part-time job, I mean, honestly, at least until he's of, you know, you guys are both at Medicare age, that just even that, just to do it for a couple of years is a huge benefit for you. And I think that you should get situated and get the house upgraded, you know, fairly quickly because you, you know, you're still young and you're still doing your stuff. And and so get it done and find out, you know, can you do it in stages? If that's possible, sure, do it. But if you can do it all at once, then let's not worry too much about the 22% bracket because honestly, now he's going to have income. Now we're going to be, you know, if you were going to convert anyway and you're going to start to get rid of some of these assets that need to be taxed, let's do it while you're still in a low tax bracket. So that would be my advice to get that done. And otherwise, you you seem to be in really good shape. You've got your estate planning done. Is that a, is that a done deal for you guys? We did. We did that last summer. It was... <laughs> What fun, right? Doing it, but we did it. <laughs> it sounds like you're in really good shape. So, you know, I, I would I don't want you to deplete all the cash you have. So I really think that you're gonna have to pull some money out of these retirement accounts. And so what? So you're in the twenty two percent. Twenty two is where you've been. How much was he making before he retired? It was only recently he started to make uh over sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so just before he retired, then it was about eighty thousand. Yeah. So, I mean, look, you guys have done an incredible job. Everyone listening, this is a family that has created all of this wealth based on a 60, mostly 60, $70,000 salary. So Marie, what's the secret really? Tell everybody what's the secret. Oh, well, we've just been very careful. And uh, did you feel like you gave up things? Do you feel like you were that you didn't do things that you wish you had done? Like describe kind of how you feel right now being in this position. 
Well, I we, we do feel quite a sense of uh, accomplishment to mm-hmm. have all three kids through college and and uh, yeah, my husband's just astounded that he was able to retire. Um, but but it's always been a modest lifestyle. I mean, we couldn't take vacations, and you know, we just have always had to live carefully. And I think that that's part of the adjusting now is that we're just not used to having money accumulate. And so I don't even know how I'm so used to being careful. Mm. But you know, it's funny. We've heard this from a lot of people that once you get to this place, it's almost hard to give yourself the freedom to enjoy it. So you can give yourself the freedom to enjoy it because also, I mean, listen, it's so awesome that you are able to not just like live the life you want to live, but also that, you know, he's young and he still wants to do some stuff. And I think this is all very good for you, but you can build into your, to your mindset, like we're entitled to have some fun here. And you really should, because you've done a phenomenal job. It's so nice and gratifying to hear this because a lot of times some of the comments we get from folks who listen to the show yeah, you know, they're like, well, you know, it's one thing a guy was making $400,000 and his wife was making $600,000, very easy for them. But this is a different story. And this is a story of you being on top of it and that you guys were able to control yourselves a little bit of the delayed gratification for a sense of freedom and comfort. I think that the idea of having a comfort level is huge. And it's really, I'm sure that you have a lot of friends, maybe you guys talk about it, maybe you don't. But I have often said that with teachers have like the best retirement because they're used to working and not making a ton of money. They have pensions, they've put money away themselves, and they tend to be like the happiest retirees that I know. I'm not kidding. Like, and, and, they, and you know, a, a lot of my friends who were teachers actually do exactly what your husband's doing, which is that they go and do something else. They go, they don't retire, they retire from teaching, but they transition to something else. So I want to congratulate you guys. I think it's awesome. Really, we're very happy you shared the story with us because it really does, it gives other people the hope that they too can do it. And you're an inspiration. So hooray for Marie. Woo! Uh, If you want to be a source of inspiration for others, or you want to know how to be like Marie, all we ask is that you send us your questions. Ask Jill at JillOnMoney.com. If you're on the website, JillOnMoney.com. Don't forget, you can sign up for our free weekly newsletter and you can also always hit the contact button. And we always are encouraged by hearing from you. Please don't be shy. You can always change your name if you want to come on the air with us. We'd really love to have you. So before we go, don't forget to wash your hands, to wear your masks, to maintain your physical distancing and try to lift somebody up today. It will make that person feel better. And I promise it will make you feel better. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.